Section five of just sixteen. This is a Levervox recording. All Levervox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit Levervox.org. Just sixteen by Susan Coolidge. The Do Something Society. Clatter, clatter with a sewing machine in an upstairs room as the busy mamma of the Newcomb children bent over it. Guiding the long breaths beneath the clicking needle, her eyes fixed on its glancing point, but her thoughts very far away, after the fashion of mammas who work on sewing machines. The slam of a door and the sound of quick feet in the entry below arrested her attention. That is Catherine, of course, she said to herself none of the other children banged the door in just that particular way the top of a rapidly ascending red hat with a pigtail of fair hair hanging beneath it became visible as mrs newcomb glanced across to the staircase it was catherine another moment and she burst into the room mamma mamma where are you oh mamma we girls have invented a society and we are all going to belong to it who is all and what sort of society is it demanded mrs newcomb by no means suspending her machine work all we six i mean francis and the vaughns and the tittering twins and me we haven't any name for the society yet but we want to do something what sort of a something oh i don't know all sorts of somethings but first of all you know how sick minnie bannister is don't you mamma yes well the society is really gotten up for her we want to go every saturday and take her presents surprises you know so that she can be sort of expecting us all week and looking forward don't you think that is a good plan mamma very good but what kind of presents are you thinking of i don't know exactly we haven't thought about that yet something pretty you'll give us some money to buy them with won't you mamma no dear i can't do that but mamma listen catherine and don't pucker your forehead so it's a bad habit which you have taken up lately and i want you to break yourself of it i cannot give you money to buy presents not that i do not love minnie or am not sorry for her but i cannot afford it papa has his own boys and girls to feed and clothe and educate he cannot spare money for things that are not necessary even when they are kind pleasant things like this plan of yours but mamma little bits of things it wouldn't take much you naturally feel there is no bottom to papa's pocket catherine that he only has to put his hand in and take out whatever he likes but my dear that isn't true papa cannot do it any more than you can then we can't have our society cried catherine her lip trembled and her face flushed pink with a sense of disappointment. "'I didn't say that,' said her mother, smiling. "'Have the society by all means, and carry out your plans. That can be done without money.' "'But, Mama, how can it? What do you mean?' "'The how I must leave to you. Set your wits to work, and you will find out. There are plenty of ways in which to please sick people besides buying them things.' notice carefully when you are there ask mrs bannister use your eyes things will suggest themselves 
what sick people enjoy most are little surprises to vary their dull days and the sense that someone is loving and thinking about them small unexpected pleasures count for more than their worth with them now dear run away consult with the others and when you decide what you want to do come to me and i will do what i can to help you in ways that do not cost money Catherine looked more hopeful though not altogether convinced i'll see what they say she remarked thoughtfully then after lingering a moment as if in hopes of something more she ran downstairs again she found the members of the future society looking rather crestfallen they had all rushed home to propound their plan and each of their mothers in turn had raised pretty much the same objections to it which mrs newcomb had raised and had not tempered their denials with any fresh suggestions catherine's report had therefore rather the effect of raising their spirits i'm not sure said francis brooks but it would be more fun to do it that way than the other don't you know how much nicer it always is to make christmas presents than to buy them and i thought of something while you were talking that might do for the first saturday surprise have you really what it came into my head because the other day when mary and i were there minnie lost her handkerchief it had slipped under the mattress or somewhere and she worried about not finding it and mrs banister was a good while in getting another and i was wondering if it wouldn't be nice to make some sort of a little case which could lie on the bed beside her and hold it out of birch bark suggested mary vaughn splendid we could work little forget-me-nots on it in crewels suggested sue hooper yes and i have a bit of blue silk that would be just the thing for the lining put in ethel hooper the second tittering twin sue being the first sister had it left over from a sofa pillow so she gave it to me it is quite light and will match the forget-me-nots now isn't that delightful cried Catherine. here's our first surprise all settled without any trouble at all i know where we can get the bark from one of those big birches in mr swain's woods and mother'll give us some orris root for a sachet i know she has some that's particularly nice it came from philadelphia under those promising auspices the do something society for that was the name resolved upon came into existence many hands made light work of the little handkerchief case all the members went together to get the birch bark which in itself was good fun mary vaughn cut out the case amy who had taken a set of lessons in kensington stitch worked the story zigzag pattern which did duty for the forget-me-nots upon it susie hooper who was the best needlewoman of them all lined it Catherine made the sachet ethel as the youngest was allowed to fasten it into the case with a tiny blue bow and they took turns in carrying it as they walked toward minnie's house saturday morning minnie had been looking forward to saturday all the week it was the only day when these special friends had time to come for a good long stay with her on other days they ran in but what with school and music lessons and daily walks and short winter afternoons they always had to run out again long before she was ready to have them go she had been watching the clock ever since she woke in hopes that they would come early nor was she disappointed 
for by half-past ten the bell rang, and steps and voices were heard coming upstairs. Minnie raised herself and held out her hands. "'Oh, girls, how lovely! You've all come together,' she said. "'I've been wondering all the week if you would.' "'You darling, how nice it is to see you. Are you any better today?' asked Catherine. Then, after they had all kissed her, Amy laid on the counterpane the handkerchief case pinned up in thin white paper. "'There's something for you,' cried the society, as with one voice. It took a good while for Minnie to open the parcel, for her fingers were weak, but she would not let anyone help her. When the pretty birch-bark case was revealed, she was even more pleased than her friends had hoped she would be. "'How dear you were to make it for me,' she kept repeating. "'I shall never lose my handkerchiefs now, and I shall look at it when you are not here, and it will give me the feeling that you are making me a visit.' Then they explained the new society to her and asked her to join, with the understanding that she was not to be an active member till she was quite well again, and Minnie agreed and became on the spot number seven of the do-somethings. What they did not explain was their plan for Saturdays, because Mrs. Newcomb had dropped this word of wisdom into their councils, that sick people enjoy a little pleasure which comes unexpectedly much more than a larger one which they lie and think about till they are tired of the idea of it catherine had to bite her nimble tongue more than once to hold the secret in but the eyes of the others held her in check and she remembered in time and while they chattered and laughed mary vaughan kept her eyes open as mrs newcomb had advised and with such good effect that as the society trooped out on to the sidewalk she was ready to say "'Girls, I have thought of something for next time.' "'And so have I,' added Frances. "'Not really. What fun. Tell us what yours is.' "'A wall basket full of dried leaves and things to fill up that bare space of wall opposite Minnie's bed. "'It needn't cost anything, for I have got one of those big Japanese cuffs made of straw which will do for the basket, and there are thousands of leaves to be had for the picking.' "'What a good idea that is,' said Amy Vaughan. "'We will make it lovely, and it will be something bright for Minnie to look at. "'We'll do it. "'But what was your idea, Mary?' "'Mine was a sandbag. "'Didn't you hear Minnie say, "'Mama, the sheet is quite wet just where my foot comes?' "'And Mrs. Bannister came in a hurry and took away the hot water bag, "'and said there was something wrong with the screw, and it was always leaking.' my aunt who is an invalid uses a bag of sand instead it is made very hot in the oven and slipped into a little cover and it keeps warm longer than hot water does she says don't you think we might make one for minnie it's the best idea yet said Catherine, and we will have it for the next saturday because it's something useful that she really wants and that will give us plenty of time to dry the leaves for the saturday after the sandbag with its little slip cover of red canton flannel proved a remarkable success it was the comfort of her life minnie declared but the joy of her life was the wall basket which followed on the next saturday and which made a beautiful spot of brightness on the bare wall ethel hooper who had a natural instinct for color and effect arranged it it held branches of deep red and vivid yellow leaves with sprays of orange and green sumac 
deep russet oak and trails of flaming blackberry vine amid which rose a few velvet-brown cattails and fluffy milkweed pods supporting in their midst a tiny bird's nest poised in a leafless twig minnie was never tired of looking at it she said it was as good as taking a walk in the woods to see it the gay color refreshed her eyes and cheered many a dull moment when she was alone and did not feel like reading and altogether the wall basket proved one of the most successful of the achievements of the do something society that winter i have not time to tell you all of the many other things they did one saturday the gift was a homemade sponge cake another time it was some particularly nice molasses candy pulled very white and braided and twirled into m's and b's a pillow stuffed with balls of fur was another of the presents on christmas eve they carried her the tiniest little fir tree ever seen a mere baby of a fir planted in a flower pot hung with six mandarin oranges and lighted with wax matches which burned just long enough to be admired and no longer later there was a comical valentine and on minnie's birthday a pretty card designed by catherine who had a taste for drawing one melancholy saturday when minnie was too ill to see them the members all left their cards in a little basket another time it was the cards of all their pet cats and while they thus labored to make the hard months less hard for their friend their own souls were growing keeping pace with their growing bodies as souls do which are properly exercised in deeds of kindness and unselfish love so that when spring came bringing roses back to minnie's pale cheeks and strength to her feeble limbs and she was able to take her place among the rest and be a do-something too all of them were eager to keep on and to continue the work began by one by service for the many who needed cheering as much as many had done and the best part of the lesson which all of them had learned was so mrs newcomb thought the great lesson that money though a useful is not an essential part of true helpfulness and that time given and thought and observation and ingenuity and loving hearts can accomplish without it all the best and sweetest part of giving end of section five recording by sharon kilmer rio medina texas